now proud partner of the Clydesdale Media. This is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. Hey guys, before we start this episode, I wanted to talk to you about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing line that proceeds of the shirts and tanks and everything else goes to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. So um, this all came about with me and seeing a five-year-old girl in the emergency department uh, that had new onset of diabetes. So uh, just take a look at the website. It's www.type1lifting.com. So just check it out. If you don't buy anything, that's perfectly fine. Uh, I would just like for you just to take a look and just see what we have. So like I said before, www.type1lifting.com. And guys, I hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, we have a new sponsor for the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. The company's called Liberté Lifestyle. So Liberté is a French word meaning freedom, and the company was founded on the desire to have freedom to choose what we want to do with our lives. I actually had the owner, um, Nicole, on my podcast on episode 28, so if you want to go back and listen to her, um, she talks about how she started the company and what she wants to do in the future with the company, which is pretty cool. So uh, they actually have knee sleeves, wrist wraps, shirts, shorts. Uh, love the knee sleeves. I have the ice cream knee sleeves, and I love them so much. They haven't the neoprene's still good. Uh, the seams haven't split compared to other uh, knee sleeves that I have had in the past, uh, and I'm planning to keep these for a very, very long time. So uh, Nicole actually gave me a promo code for you guys too. So it's all capital letters, T-Y-P-E, and the number one. So it's type one. So go to LibertéLifestyle.com, uh, check out what they have in the store, use the promo code type one, and save some coin. Now let's go to the episode. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. I have a very interesting podcast. I've never done this before with multiple people. Um, I actually have three guests. Uh, on the top left is Alexander Fallick, and then on the bottom is Hannah Hardy, and the other side is Vic Rodriguez. How's everybody doing, guys? Good, man. Doing Good. Great. Doing great. So I, I'm very excited because uh, we always banter kind of on Instagram and it's actually, um, it's nice to actually see Vic and actually have the chance to talk to him. So um, you, both you guys, um, Xander and, and Hannah have been on my podcast before, but I kind of want to get a little information on Vic real quick on like your backstory and then kind of go from there with the news and everything else. All right. Yeah, man, definitely. So, I mean, I only started doing CrossFit in like 2019. I was severely overweight. So I was like around like 250 or so. And I started trying to erase that. And right around January in 2020, around there, I started looking at other programs and slowly but surely I came over to Misfit and I had a really great conversation with Sherb and it's kind of been history ever since. And then from there, Hannah, Xander and a bunch of other Misfits kind of reached out and always kind of kept in communication and just really helped fuel like my day in and day out training. And now I'm definitely lost the weight that I needed to. And now uh, just a proud misfit and, you know, looking to get better every day. So, nice. so how, how much have you lost? Uh, I was at 250 and I got down to 180 and now I'm right sitting right around 190 or so. 
Wow. Wow. And I'm 6'6 and I weigh 220. So adding 30 more pounds to that, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah I was a bowling ball. Um, yeah. He doesn't look that tall on Instagram, but he is that tall in real life. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very, very tall. It, it's hilarious. Like I'll see other CrossFit athletes and they're like, they'll like look up at me like, wow, you're really, really tall. And I'm like, yeah, a little bit. So, um, but yeah, cool. So what, what made, what made you go to Misfit? Uh, honestly, I was, I was looking on Instagram and I was, you know, you do every, when you first begin CrossFit, you start looking at all these pages and workouts of the day. And you're like, what is this? And you're like, Oh, that looks nice. Oh, that looks awful. And a lot of the misfit pieces looked awful. Um, just like, Oh, I'm going to die every single time. And I was like, Hmm, I want to try this because I want to see if I actually would die. Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, I mean, honestly, I started reaching out to different programs and Misfit was the really the only one who actually took the time to say, hey, let's jump on a call and let's talk through what your goals are. Literally just reached out to them and, and Sherb was actually the one who was like, hey, I'm free to talk. You know, you got a half hour, an hour. I'd love to, I, you know, let's see what we can do for you. And we literally sat on a Zoom call and talked for about an hour no, no, there was no like console. It was just like, Hey, why don't you try this? Just try and hatch it, see how you do. And let's go from there and reevaluate your goals and see if you like it. I don't want you, you know, he was just super open about it. And the thing with misfit is like, they're always, they're always willing to help. They're always willing to chime in and they're willing to just listen. And when you look at other training programs, you don't really get that too, too often. It's very robotic. It's pay me. Here's the program. Mm hmm and it's not like that at all yeah. uh, with Misfit. So I like Sherb really actually was probably one of the first people to really make a huge difference in, I guess, my overall fitness journey. You know, if you want to, if you want to call it that, um, he actually gave me the inspiration to kind of keep going. So that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. That's kind of like me with, uh, don't donating my, uh, which charity to donate my t-shirts, like the money to my t-shirts because, um, I found out my, my, how I got diagnosed with diabetes at the children's hospital I was working at in Atlanta. And so I reached out to the, um, I reached out to the team over there for the donations. I'm like, Hey, I'm a diabetic. So do you want me to, I've started a t-shirt company. Do you want to let me to like donate to you guys to like the diabetes section of like the hospital? No answer. None. And it's like, I, I work for the company. It says choa.org on my email address. Like what's like what can you not get like i and then finally like there was another what, chari what hospital what charity organization just turns it but it's these are the things that you're just like huh yeah yeah and then then i reached out to the children's diabetes foundation that's based in denver and like immediately probably maybe a day or like maybe a half a day later they're like yeah we'd love to you know collaborate with you and just kind of you know donate because they're like yeah come come on down so and it's great because like they're they're super nice I've, I've been i've been on their like magazine they're like quarterly magazine which is pretty cool and so i mean i would like to have got you more likes know what magazines are these days no 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 <laughs> it, it's, i used but, to but, sell them for yeah. like to get a pizza party yeah that's all yeah. i remember yeah, so um, I think they used it. Was Little Caesars. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they did. They, I think they did use it as paper plates. But anyway, but uh, but yeah, like it's a it's a quarterly one, and I was you know thankful for doing it. And I still donated to them, and so they're they're great to deal with. So, but yeah, it's amazing like how people don't like if you try to reach out to people and they don't respond back. It's shocking. Yeah, like 
how many like even little things like on like Instagram or whatever where it's like, hey man, like I was just wondering like what this is and people don't like respond back. But then there's like like funny enough is like I reached out to Delugos because I was like, Hey man, where'd you get your Billy Hoyle advisory warning shirt? And he like a couple hours later he's like, Hey man, here you go. Like just sent me the link and I was like, You are now a true true patriot and he's I awesome he's i i, I oh, yeah. had a chance to talk to him and he's such a great dude and it's and like so i learned it from my wife too so she has about seventy thousand followers on instagram and she does like yeah it's insane and so she she does like fitness influencing so it has nothing to do with like fit like no she has like i'm sorry fashion influencing nothing to do with fitness like if if you look at her Instagram page, it looks like a unicorn just like threw up all over the place, and it was like rainbow color everywhere, and like reels and stuff. And, and I have nothing she, wrong with and you literally. So like if she did men's style, then I'd be interested. But she yeah, but she doesn't. Um, so no, but uh, but like so she always comments on every single. She always replies on every single comment that she gets. It, it's either either bad or good. So it's 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 crazy. Like and it's just like. That's how you get more engagement. People like will start like following you more, more likes, all that, all the jazz. So, yeah, it's 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 insane. But um, now talking now, I kind of want to talk about the news of you know what has happened um, since since we got hat. So what? There's news. What's yeah, news CrossFit news. It's amazing. So I don't know if anybody knows, but two people got popped uh, with Endurable. Um, it's called GW uh, six sixteen fifteen. So it's a banned substance on the CrossFit, um, CrossFit list, and one of oh, them. That's the, weird. Hey, I think Ricky Garrard popped for the same thing. That's bad. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that Rad One Forty? No, no, he no, he did SARMs. That was something different, I think. Oh, you there? So in there, like it was, but I believe he also tested positive for Endurable. Oh, there was two. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I thought it was just the SARMs one. I, I did not know it was the uh, little extra. So, but uh, it was two team a- team athletes. Um, you guys can Google their names. I don't want to like throw shade on them. They kind of talked about it already. So, do you? So, some people have said that um, you know the supplements they get that they get can be tainted. So, do you think that's possible or? So possible, yes. Yeah, it's always possible. Yeah, because I like I don't know how they're created. I haven't done a whole lot, but like I'm pretty sure like if you look at any like there's cross contamination. Like you have to reuse like big pots for stuff, whatever, right? But now we're looking at the probability of this. It's like, okay, come on. Yeah. No, I mean in in my opinion, I do think it's actually like very common it can be cross contaminated, but uh, I mean, like we were saying before, that's why we have like thir- we have third party testers that you absolutely know that their supplement is like banned substance free. So if it doesn't have that stamp of approval, it's still kind of on them to they have to, you know, do they want to take the risk or find something else? And even in like energy drinks and stuff like that, if it's if it's a stimulant of any kind, whether energy drink, pre-workout, anything like that that isn't banned substance, you know, approved, like it's not in there, then uh, I probably wouldn't trust it because it more than likely has some sort of cross-contamination or it has it in there because anything can be in a pr- proprietary blend. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what supplements do you take since you get tested once in a while? 
Um, I mean, I guess I it's good that I'm wearing this sweatshirt. Uh, I take I you, uh, you have a code you, or something like I don't know what it is. What I don't. Know? I have a link though. Uh, we want the links, but uh, I use Bear Performance Nutrition products. That's my go-to supplements, and then for any like herbal supplements, I'll use Thorn because they have a whole list of uh, NFSF certified for sport products as well. And then so with the Bear Performance products, they're Inform Sport certified. So you absolutely know that they have no banned substances in them. The entire, everything on their website is certified. So, um, I mean, I was petrified after last year because I, I was using, um, BPN's products, but I had like one-offs here and there that weren't tested. And I was petrified that there's going to be something in there. So after that one time I was drug tested, I didn't even take it the chance for one supplement. So, uh, and then coffee is the perfect pre-workout. You don't need, you don't need anything else. Uh, excuse me. I need uh, pre, I need pre-workout at least two scoops. <laughs> I would okay. say proper well, pre, like thin free version. Just saying. Yeah. Well, just make sure it's tested. That's what I say. So yeah, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to the games or anything like that. So it's like, what, what, you know, you know, you brought some, hey. it's actually really good that you brought that up because I think that's what a lot of people think when they're chasing this is that they don't think they're going to make it to the games or make it to semis and they just think that they can take whatever but then go figure they qualify and then that's the easiest way for them to say oh i didn't know and i think that if you're not a professional athlete and you're not training like this that that also leads to a bigger conversation of hey matt fraser and some other people might have someone on their phone that they can call but if you don't actually seriously think you're that good you don't have that type of contact information. However, if you're aspiring to it, maybe you should get that information. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean we I mean, are all, I, that's a good point. Like I just will always fall back on like, you're 100% responsible for what you put in your body. Like right. if you're really trying to go to wherever you're trying to go, cause like, let's be real honest. Like Kenzie Riley's of, Oh, I just kind of screw around and like qualified for the games. Like those types <laughs> of people like don't really exist. Like, <laughs> Sorry, like, well, I'm using her as the example because it's like, hey, she had a kid, came back, and just was like, okay, cool, awesome. Like, it's rare to see those things. But it's like, you, if you're trying and you've been around and, like, you've been, like, not, I refuse to let that one, not making excuses, and I 100% yeah. believe these people need to be barred. Like, it's just not one of those things. Like, it, it stinks, not just for the athlete. Because one, like you hurt yourself, like there's the damage. But then there's it's not like a Ricky Grard. It's like it's Ricky. Ricky hurt Ricky. Ricky's gone for four years, and now he's back. You hurt yourself, and cost your entire team a complete like training years now wasted. Like you, you became better, but you're not going to your goal that you earned. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and CrossFit posts all the banned drugs lists on their website. So, I mean, I would take a look. I mean, that's, that's just me. If I have an ambitions of going masters in like the 40, 40 to 45, like, you know, 40 to 45 division or whatever, you know, then I should really take it serious. But like, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't, I really don't need to look yeah. for me. Or it goes back to what Hannah was saying. It's like, you gotta pay attention to like, Hey, I'm going to take, like, I believe BPN, like, and I'd, pretty sure like almost like 100 percent sure i've never taken one of their products like they're third party verified and tested like mm -hmm. 
you have to do that stuff. Like it's important to make sure that you're paying attention to those things. Like you can like do tainted supplements exist? Yes. Is it in all likelihood like you must have like is it one off? Probably. Yeah. In that case, but unlikely. Yeah. Well I do I do remember I heard a guy, I forget, he got banned for a banned substance, but he won the ban. He's from like Lubbock, Texas. I wish, I wish the guy, I wish I knew the guy. He was so instead of like the four-year ban he got, he only got a two-year ban. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so he he actually proved that the the batch of the pre or the supplement, whatever the hell he was taking, was actually contaminated. So he actually got another sample from the facility, and they tested it, and they realized there was banned substance in that um, in that pre-workout. And so that's but the problem is is like. Yeah, you could do that, but you're spending an obscene amount of money just to even get to that level. Not to mention the time, and it doesn't, like, that guy, like, his band came back two years. Like, he still took it, like, which sucks, right? And it's just, like, a lot of time and a lot of money has been spent to, like, reduce my band, but it's, like, you can't come back from it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So do you think... So I know when Ricky Carrard got got popped, and so a lot of people were not big fans of him. So do you think these two people, or there might be more people coming around the corner too? Um, yeah, because we still have more. Yeah. So right. do you do you think that you know they might have like a road to redemption, like kind of Ricky Garrard ish kind of deal, or or they think, or you think they're like done? I mean, I was. I think everybody does because like if Ricky. Ricky's back. Like, and honestly, I feel like it seems like people are open arms about it because he's been putting in the work. I'm probably speaking for myself here, but like, you're got, you got to take your lashings up front. Like Ricky took a lot. Oh yeah. Because he got all the way there. Like you didn't test positive at uh, regional that year. Was that the regional year? Or was that the sanctional year? Regional. I think it was, yeah, re, yeah, regionals. Yeah, regionals. Yeah, 17. Yeah, yeah, nobody, yeah, yeah. 17 or was it 18? I think it was 17 because 17. he just like couldn't, couldn't yeah. yeah, participate last year. Yeah. Um, and so, okay, yeah, like, but do people want them here? Yeah. For, for me, I look at it kind of like, if you if you served your band like you know how hard it is i think it's 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 very hard for someone to understand that they've been banned and then still put the work in to come back after all that time to stay motivated that long and to still and to still be ready when it's time i think that and and for and for anyone going back i mean how young was ricky at the time when that happened like he was a young he's a kid and true and like the thing is it's like ricky denied it up front and then like he admitted he took something like on the chase ingram podcast which was like okay you owned it right yeah. it's not like a rod has been denying it for years and like has never admitted it <laughs> or like rafael palmero right? <laughs> like, what are we doing or barry like or barry like, Bonds. like any yeah. of those guys it's very it's very different obviously like they, they you know, everything came out like you can look at look at them but like again like looks isn't everything you can't just you can look at some people are naturally just really lean some people aren't and like people will just assume that the naturally lean person is on something mm-hmm. well I'll, I'll give you i'll give you one great example i had vicky caruso on and she posted a picture of her like standing up and like 
she's absolutely jacked. Like she's like very strong woman and very jacked for a woman. And everyone says that she's on steroids, but like, that's the way she's been built. And she's always never popped on a drug test. And you can even look back in her college days when they do even stricter testing as a D one athlete that like, yeah, she's been born like that. And so, and then like, just, I mean, just hearing her saying that, like, yeah, she gets harassed every single time saying that she's on steroids. I mean, I can't imagine like how that feels. Yeah. Or you go back and like, it was, yeah. Like that's the thing. And like, you're eating, like, again, you got to be fueling yourself and it goes back to, uh, was it? Oh, she, she's a doctor now. She was the games athlete. Everybody thought she oh, won. Ju- Julie Fouché. Julie Fouché. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody thought she was on something. I remember that. Like people were like, Oh, she, you can't be, you can't be competing th- this high level and not be taking. It's like, you gotta be tested. You have to show the proof. Like if you're going to accuse anybody, you go pay for the test and have water, whoever, or you saw just show up at their door at like 7 a.m. Yeah. Now, now Hannah, so one of those, one of those, per, one of the people that got popped was from your competition. So on your perspective, how do you feel about like that person getting popped in like kind of, you know, that could have changed, you know, your, your shot to go into the games? Um, I mean, like, not going to lie, I make them disappointed because I mean, we all train all year long to like, hopefully make the games and, you know, like to see them get second and then, you know, we're farther down the leaderboard. I mean, our other team at West Chase was a lot closer. I mean, to think like without them, I like, I think that other team would be making the games right now because they would always squeak in, in between mayhem. And then it would be mayhem shoe fly. And then West Chase most likely on the leaderboard. So it's like me, like my heart breaks for like my, like other team from my gym more so than me. Um, but like, we're, we're going in the play fair. So there's, I just feel like with me, I think I feel bad more. So again, for the other team at my gym and then mm-hmm. also for the other three teammates, because, um, based on social media, it doesn't seem like the other three teammates really knew anything. Um, not to say that, I don't know if the guy who did get, who, who did test positive knew as well, but uh, it just breaks my heart for like the other three people who also put in the time and effort qualified. And then it's taken from them without like, they didn't do anything to deserve that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know, uh, what, what would you, what would you say to that person that got popped? Like, what would you say to them? I mean, there's, there's me saying that you should have done your homework. Uh, like you, like I said, like I only take uh, third-party tested supplements. And um, I mean, I think for him, like he like he should have known because to be honest, like whether it's Andrew Hiller talking about it or even CrossFit themselves, they have given out resources. They have tirelessly given out resources. Um, and if you're not going to listen to them, well, shame on you because they warned you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking about Hiller, what do you guys think about him? Yeah, I love him. Yo, he's <laughs> oh my god! I, I appreciate him. I think there's a Hiller does a phenomenal job. I think he's very entertaining. I just think we have now officially created the. And I've talked to people. It's like what he's doing is right because we should all be holding the standards. But I think what we're 
we all need to be prepared for is we don't course correct to where we need to be. Guys, we are Jesus taking the wheel and about to just spin out on the overcorrection. Yep. Yeah, I'll kind of chime in there a little bit. Like, I, I love the fact that he's doing it, but I also think it's breeding a little bit too much confidence in people sitting behind their keyboard to then go ahead and do the same. And more so in a vicious and negative way, as opposed to his way of like, hey, just be better. But then you have people that now see these Hiller videos and they go, oh, I can be like Hiller. And then they start typing, you suck. Your reps are awful. And it's like, that's not what Hiller was going after. He was going after like, hey, just hold yourself accountable. Like that's his message. He's like, hey, let's be fair. Let's play the game right. Let's do this like we care. And don't just do it for the sake of trying to make extra money by skirting the standards. That's it. He doesn't try to, he does, he's not looking to attack or belittle people. He's like, hey, your, your value, you can actually do this well enough. So do it and set the example for everyone. That's that. And I think you're totally right, Xander. Like it's going to, it's, there's going to be, there's going to be in a couple months, it's going to be way too yeah. much. And I think, yep. And then it kind of comes back to is like kind of one thing I think we talked about, like may touch on is like Femi's programming we can go into that at some point where it's like you also have to ride that line as a person who whoever like crossfit gave us two workouts one was a lift complex which is very blatant very straightforward on what the standards were did they potentially tell people like hey you can't just pause at the hip and hang out there for like 18 hours if you're trying to go down for another clean yes but very cut and dry legless workout is where there is some you got to think through like what you're programming. Like if it's a legless rope climb, like, is it really about the pull? Like, or you can go watch Hiller's video on the Brookwell thing where it's like, that's there, but it's also like, are kettlebell deadlifts really something that should be at a semifinal? Because it looks cool, but it's also just like, you're asking for shitty reps. Yep. Yeah. But speak, speaking of speaking about reps, um, I do want to talk to you about talk to Hannah about the snatch event. Okay. <laughs> um, I it was awesome. So do, like obviously you did the snatch ladder. So did you? I know you went for I think it was like one ninety, right? Uh, one eighty five. One eighty five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that was your p. Was that was that was your pr right? No, that well, that was a pr like at the competition. That okay. actually the one eighty bar was a pr. So. That's why I was super stoked. Yeah. So did you think you could have gone a little bit high? Obviously that, that lift looked really good. Do you think you could have gone even higher? You think? Oh, I thought I, 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 if we could have kept on going with five pound jumps, I was going to hit like 200 that day. So that's how I felt. And even like listening back, it's so funny. Like listening to Sean Lodlin and uh, Tanya Wagner being like, man, like, I don't know why she's loading 185 on the bar. And I just crack up. I'm like, well, 180 was a PR, so I'm not gonna like you know jump like 15. And then the the best part in the background is knowing like as a training friend because of our group chat, like she was like not you were you were okay. Let's be really honest here. You were not super confident going into that. Like you like knew like satching was not you were not like satching's the weird lifting thing that can be on your be your best friend or be like I am apparently just new to CrossFit and I've never ever picked up a barbell. And like seeing her PR and I was like, yep, 
That's what happens. Some no. people react well in competition. Some people don't. And Hannah's somebody that reacts very well. No. I mean, even the take last year, I haven't hit a 225-pound clean and jerk since back of last year. So I know wow. I thrive off of competition. And, like, even leading up, like, I was failing, like, 145, 135-pound snatches, like, a week and a half prior. Like, just because I just, like, couldn't do it. I was freaking out. But – it was kind There's of a lot of group chat about you not being happy. No, no. Xander, and you, Xander my therapist right there. <laughs> uh, well, people, you just got to let them and we're doing great. Yeah. I, I loved your facial expression after you hit it and you we were up top and you were just like super excited and you're like, yeah, you were like really excited. And I was like, I obviously, you know, I, I see you as a friend and I, I was like rooting for you the whole time during that whole like lift. I was like, this is, I'm like, I know her and my, my seven-year-old son is just like, who is that? And I'm like, oh, that's my friend, Hannah. She, and she, I'm like, and he's like, oh, that's awesome. She's, she's like, has, it been on, has she been on your podcast? And I'm like, yeah, multiple times. But, oh, uh, oh my goodness. That just means the world to me. I yeah. like, I mean, like I said, it was just, it was so cool in that moment. Um, I mean, it was just, it was very, it was super special to me because just with like how it all went, I was the last lifter. Um, and I, I literally thought like I was going to hit any statue, like any bar that you put in front of me, I would have just like gone out and hit Uh fun fact though, both uh, Caroline, my teammate and I missed 140. <laughs> so we, she went out and, hit, and missed it and hit it and said, like, I'm sorry. And I said, Oh, no worries. Don't worry about it. I missed 140 and I make it. I'm like, see, it's all good. And then I think she was also freaking out being like, well, I don't know if Hannah's lying to me or she actually believes that we're okay. So little yeah. fun fact that they don't, they don't show the entire floor the entire time. So you don't know that we actually missed the second bar, but also just like right before we like switched up subjects, my teammate, Kyle England, PR to snatch by literally like 30 pounds. Wow. What was it? Uh, he dope. hit the 265 bar and I have, we have no clue how he Good did that. Him. But the hashtag game day Kyle will live in infamy because of that moment and the entire weekend. So uh, that was after uh, he hit 265, Caroline and I were like, we have to show up or we let the entire team down. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, um, so we get about the team event. So what did you think about the programming for that competition that, that you're in? liked and didn't like um like overall like after like at the end of the weekend like I thought it was a it was a good collection of tests uh I I compared it a lot to the syndicate crown because they're ran by the same people and mm -hmm. when we first got the events I thought it looked like we were at the scale competition uh versus the syndicate workouts just based on like the complexity and because they get you know heavy sandbag the shoulder and taller deficit handstand push-ups and then we get dumbbell squat cleans and like a total bar and you're like uh all right well I don't really know why we got the short end of the stick but uh they ended up being super hard and I think you know of the five teams that made it I believe they're the ones that you know made it I mean before the before the guy tested positive but uh, I really like it. Max is an awesome competition. Uh, I did miss last year's venue a little bit better. I thought what being like at like Tennessee itself, 
and like the basketball arena was really cool versus where we were this year. But I mean, other than that, like I couldn't ask for a better competition. Like I love Mac. So they did good. Yeah. yeah and that's kind of what you hear behind the scenes is like, uh, cause is it 12 labors cross it? Is that like where, what, like that, like, I think I've only heard very positive things about how it's run besides the rope cutting debacle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which that was, that was just unfortunate in general. Um, also one other thing, uh, I don't know if this was at every single competition, but when you get equipment for a competition, this might actually be on rogue, but, uh, the wall balls are lopsided. I don't know if anybody knows that, uh, because you'll catch a 20 pound wall ball and all the weight is in one side of the ball. And it's literally You're like, talking about the rogue one. Yeah. Yes. Every single wall ball yeah. is lopsided. Yep. So if you're like, why can't these girls do, you know, three wall balls in a row, it's that. And the target's a 10 and a half foot target. So uh, that's also my critique, but I don't know if that's on Mac or if that's on rogue itself. No, that's a rogue thing because yeah. like, that goes back to last year's semis is like the thing you hear is like the 10 foot target is like, it's like me at high rocks where I'm like, yeah, it's 10 feet. And I'm like, that's nine and a half. It's like, they have the 12 foot target in, in CrossFit semis. Yeah. Yeah. We actually raised our targets at West chase as soon as we smart. got back. Very smart. Yeah. So yeah. I, and it's like, because of the, and the master semis, because they had an 11 foot target for that which a lot of people like slept on because for the master semis, uh, I'm, I wonder if, are we going to move the targets to naturally an extra foot higher? I, I may have a feeling that it may be, you know, the men are still going to start doing 30 pound, uh, wall balls. And then the women might actually go to 20 at some point, because if you notice like the, the transition from like where CrossFit started to now, I mean, like a lot of the women athletes can actually handle, you know, those 20 pound wall balls at a 10 foot marker, you know, and now a lot of guys can definitely handle the 30 pound ball too. So it's, you know, it, it may, they may start implementing that more often. I don't, I don't know. Cause I know I'm, cause I'm, cause I remember they did the wall, uh, the gr girls granite games last year. Because I remember I was watching Caroline Connors when she was doing the oh, twenty pound wall balls, and I was there. I was watching it live, and it's like that's that's kind of the issue is like that line of like where like I guess like the thing is it's like in my eyes like if I'm trying to counter it is like are we going to just increase a women's natural barbell to forty five pounds and a guy's to fifty five? And it's like I think that like there's this weird trade off in my eyes where it's like what are we? rewarding and are we trying to make the barrier to entry to crossfit harder again like competitive crossfit's a very different thing than like our mom and pop coming off the streets right yeah true true i mean but the good thing is everything's scaled that's true so. or rogue's just gonna sell a bunch of 11 foot targets so it's great for them <laughs> <laughs> one or the other i mean i want to be surprised if maybe like if there's a target increase before a weight increase just because like xander said it's i mean there's going to be a lower barrier to entry and I mean, physics wise, it's actually easier to throw like a lighter wall ball to a higher target than um, at least having a heavy wall ball to the same target. So at least like bridge the gap a little bit before bringing on the heavy wall ball because uh, wall balls are very expensive 
and yes. now like the gym has to go get like a boatload of 30s if that's the case and uh i don't think gyms would do that it's kind of like the uh dumbbell debacle in 2017. oh i remember that yep yeah, yeah i remember that like one open workout in every academy sports and outdoors dick sporting goods and like <laughs> any other thing it's like cool let's amazon this it was like honestly almost as bad as trying to get gym equipment during covid yep. it literally it was it was so bad yeah. Yeah. I was, I was so lucky during COVID. I was so lucky during COVID because I was a personal trainer at the time where like they would throw away all their, like, you know, like their wall balls that had like a slight scratch in it or like their, the webbing was like going away. And I'm like, okay, I'll take that and I'll take the D balls. I will take more weights and I'll take another yes, dumbbell. Yeah. Like, and I have an Italian accent, not Smeagol, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, but like, but like literally like anytime they had like spare equipment, I would take it and bring it in my basement. Cause like my basement wasn't finished at the time and now it's finished. But like, I, I had, my gym was stacked with like so much equipment. Like I still have my 10 foot, 10 year old rower that's made out of wood and metal. I mean, it still works. So, I mean, there's no gauge on like the tension at all. It's just like two, two tensions. That's it. And that's, you know, deal you with it. None are all the water bucket or none are all. No, 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 this, so this one, this was like a, like for the, like the first, first rendition, first uh, edition of the concept two rower. So, oh, so what does it measure? Does it just measure like watts? No, it does. It does. It does uh, meters, calories. I think it does watts too as well. It, ha it, it has a good screen. So, I mean, it, it works, but like literally the foot pedaling, there's no plastic where you can kind of like bend your feet up when you actually bend your, bend your, uh, your knees. It's just straight wood. And then oh, the, the whole thing, because I've used like the second model where it like it had the wooden handle. Yeah, well, this one Those has a wooden trip. Yeah, this one has a wooden handle too, and it, it is like literally your first pull is like sweet Mary and Joseph. Like, just get let's get let's get it going for a little bit. But it's I'll t I'll show you a picture on it. It's I love that thing, and I only paid a hundred bucks for it, so I was like, okay, whatever. Oh yeah, so, yeah. But uh, won, I'm I'm I won that trade. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Bet. I bet you could trade it in like, uh, contact Greg, the guy who runs concept two and be like, I have this like pristine, like first edition rower. I should be able to trade this in for like some discount on the newest model model. Yeah. Um, and, and he just responds with a link to his Z-Bucks and says, go buy that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ah. <laughs> uh, if you know, you know, the controversy coming back from, was that 2017? Was that the year when the Z-Bucks? uh open controversy it was, it was one of them oh my gosh man what a time I think it was 2017 yeah these are like old school like like it like crossfit jokes that aren't really jokes they're just like little things oh, man, that it's, like using, play through. it's using uh change plates for you know your barbell for bar facing burpees oh i was so pissed about that so <laughs> uh, yeah little backstory so on onyx onyx crossfit or onyx whatever opex whatever they're called they actually used 10 pound it was like a it was like was it 95 or you know, 75 pounds right so 75 pounds to do yeah like i think bar facing burpees or something like that and they actually used like the smaller that, oh I thought it was the twenty-one, like eight. that was. Was that the redo of the uh, the thruster bar yeah. facing burpees? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, and like twenty. And just like, I and nobody in your own gym was like, guys, I understand what you're trying for, but like in the spirit of things, let's not do this. It's like what Hiller's trying to do. It's like, are we having like, are we going to have a thought process? Yeah. Like, are we going to like anybody like? I understand like we are like 
there's the af- their competitive athlete is always going to push the threshold to as close as you can get. But there's just some blatant things where it's like, this is one of those where it's like, Dave's like, um, none of your scores count. Well, well suppose, you. suppose like, that they said that they, they, they asked CrossFit before they even did that. And so I was like, oh, okay, all right. I'll, I'll hold my breath on that one. So yeah. And then <laughs> somebody who was only in charge of L1 registrations replied and was like, yeah, it's fine. And then it comes back to and no, nobody on Dave's side of the house sees anything. And it's just like, okay, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I talk, so I kind of want to talk about the other programs, probing at Grimming too, with like Granite Gains, the syndicate, um, even like, uh, Lowlands. Orion. Yeah. Or Torian. Yeah. So what did, what did you think about? I mean, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys seen like every single one of them, but you know, what was, what was your thoughts in like with the programming and like, what were kind of like the biggest surprise that you guys thought? What? I did some studying every single, sorry. Yeah. Put a swim event in every single semifinal. If you're going to put swimming in an event. Um, I mean, I would absolutely love that, but, um, I think that, I mean, that's like the, like major one for me. Cause was it, it was South Africa. I'm bad at the name. So I'm like, yeah. And then Brazil was one of the Australian ones. Did it have swimming? No, I don't think it's just those two. I think it's just those two, right? Yeah. It was just the fittest of Cape Town and Copasur had had the had like a swim event. And I think the Cape Town one was primarily a like it was a it was a short, short swim. It was intervals. And then Copasur had more like of a run, swim, run or something. Yeah, it was like their mono. I think they did do run, swim, run. Like it was, I think it was like was it they they pretty much like took the uh and like a different version in Cape Town of the uh what was it the GHD swim oh yeah actually yeah did, the twenty twenty one with the D balls yeah the twenty twenty one like top five like CrossFit games open part two like AAU championship style um <laughs> that one but I mean I think swimming I mean it, it, this could be a hot take but I think swimming can be in semifinals it's going to come up at the can or cannot come out can like i think we're at the point where if you want to make the crossfit games you probably should be in the pool i mean that's not like uh, a hidden thing yeah true true so, and as the athlete i totally am on your side and i'm gonna come back from the business side of it where it's like yeah, it's not worth it right. that's where i'm coming from because here's the problem is like you can go look at uh what what it was lowlands throwdown was in amsterdam right right the same weekend as syndicate and lowlands is sold out and i'm not like trying to like just be like oh you couldn't feel it's like it's a lot harder to get people to show up to a crossfit event like they they're we're not full right like we're just not like it's incredibly difficult to then find like get require your in-person owner to go find a pool and then it's like, you use it for one event. Is it really like, that's my thing. If I'm just thinking of it from a programming perspective, even though it's like swimming at every single game now, it's been there for years. It's a known thing. Mm-hmm. You guys which, I mean, okay. which I totally understand. Um, I mean, my gym runs a, runs a CrossFit event and we haven't swam in years because even like the insurance goes up, you have to get lifeguards. Like there's so much more that goes into it. So um, there's me being like, Hey, I would love it. Just make sure it's in all of them or it's in none of them. Um, it also, and to be honest, my I agree. It's like, 
if it's not at all, like there, and that's the hard part is like, if it's not, at, if it's only at two and there was 15 or 16 semis, seven, four North America, four North America, two, two, so it's eight, ten. Yeah, because no, there's 12. Yeah, the the Asian Asian whatever the Asian the Asian group. Yeah, it's eleven, and then it's like because I always forget LCQ counts because there's only forty spots and you're trying to do it all evenly and it's not that way. Uh. Yeah, I mean my my thing is I don't think they would fill the seats if they have a swimming event. So who's who's going to be you know going to a swimming event like at a local like YMCA or like wherever like a college gymnasium and like and then plus like. How are they going to be able to rent the space out? Because it's going to be even more money. Right. And and then how do you put the broadcast booth in there? How do you get the cameras and then move them back? And yeah, there's a yeah. lot. So there's I guess like the one. Yeah, and you, you need so diver. You need divers. You need professional photographers underwater so you can take pictures of like the bottom part. You know, all that, all that good stuff. You know, you need you need the angles. You know, to get the B roll going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, agreed. So okay, that that was one thing, and then. I guess it was just like more like a legless rope climb. Like it was a cool event, but like I think I heard it from Dex Best. It was like on the guy's side, it wasn't really a test of like, can we, is it a good fitness test? It's a test of like, how far are you willing to fall from the top of a rope? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you willing to, you, what, what are, are to risk? To, to do this because yeah, like, you all run the same speed at the same cadence. You can't sprint that and do a, sp- a shuttle sprint because it just doesn't, it doesn't apply. Cause then you have to gather yourself for the rope climb. It's all just like, Hey, the only second you're going to gain is up and down that rope. And my thing is why, why, how they, how, why couldn't they cut the rope? Like it, you know how long that takes. It doesn't take that long at all. Like, doesn't take that long. You know, they. And they that's the, the unfortunate part of the whole thing. Like yeah. that's that that was like, and we saw it week one, and then it was like, oh well, we have to have like a CrossFit H like home office like or CrossFit Games like what, coordinator like somebody <laughs> that they have like it's like guys like we like anything we've learned this season, and this will be a take on my part, and I don't want the three of you, but it's like what it. What, like, what have we done this year? Like, what is, what, like, all these changes have literally, like, led to nothing. We, like, the thing that I can hear from, like, my friends that are athletes, it's like, can we just get consistency? And what I'm hearing in the background right now is, like, not great, and we're not going to have consistency next season. I'm already hearing this. And it's just, like, we need consistency in our sport. Like, it's, again, an infant. It's only been around for 15. We're on year 14. Yep. It's, like, can we get like consistency? Like, and it's just like, come on. Like we need to understand when the season is, the date should be the same. These things like shouldn't be that hard. Yep, definitely. So, um, so going around, going around the circle. So what was the big surprise for you guys for like an athlete not making in or what was your. For, for me? Yeah. Uh, I'll go. My biggest was, Honestly, it was, it was Chandler for me. It was, it was Chandler. I was like, I was, I was pushing so hard and I'm seeing, I'm like, damn, man, like it, it just like, it really, it really hurt to see just as the days went on. It just kind of was like, there's a chance. And then it just kind of seemed like, damn, like he's not going to do it. And I'm like, he's so talented, 
And like, I know Xander, Xander, you're, you're like close with Chandler, like super close. And, but for me, I'm just like, from a spectator looking out, looking in, I'm like, I really wanted to see him at the games this year, like hard, like, because he's been there. He was at 2020. He missed it by one point at the stage one to Jeff Adler. And then in 2021, he missed the cut for the second point again to Jeff Adler. And I'm just like, this is, you know, third time's a charm. We're going to pump this over. We're going to get it through and he's going to show out. And then it just, you know, the weekend just didn't, didn't happen the way it was the way that we wanted it to. Hannah. I mean, no, I mean, that's real. That's really the big one. I mean, it breaks my, it really does break my heart because I mean, you've seen him put in the work and we all know he deserves to be there. And cause I mean, he's earned his spot. Um, I mean, other than that, it's like, I can't like think of like too many else. Um, I mean, unless you want to bring up like some, like either just like Katrin and Sam not making it, but I think Sam also had a, like, um, a harder shot to make it. I think it's a little bit, um, it's like, I'm not surprised about Katrin, but at the same time surprised. So I have like both of those emotions going on. Um, but I mean, Europe has some awesome talent coming studs, through. Studs, studs. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So I'm super excited. Like I remember like seeing Lucy Campbell on all the leaderboards and because I was always around her. So I would always just like compare myself to be like, okay, like, are, like, am I moving up based on like how she's moving up? So it's, it was like kind of cool, like seeing like her puncher games ticket and just like seeing the other ones come in because I mean, I think we need some new blood in the sport too. Yes. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess personally, my mind has to be Chandler. Like, and, and like, it, he's one of my favorite friends that I have, like, as a just genuinely good dude. Then, I guess the other one that really gutted me on the inside was Luka Dukic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Luka, like, yeah, and I, like, everybody, like, because it's the first one, like, Chandler's the most, like, the nearest, so that's why I think that's probably, like, the other one that hurt, or Kelly Clark, or uh, what's Chloe, what's the last name from... Granite Games that took six again. Wilson. Oh, she took Wilson, six. Yeah. Wilson, yeah. Her last name on Instagram is like Chloe Dawn or something. And I'm like, that's I, not that's it. That's what I was about Wilson. to say, but I knew it wasn't right. And like that's why I always like mess it up. Um so that those, but here's my hot take. 2022 CrossFit Games is the new 2014. 2014 was the retirement year of uh Dick Frony Jr. And he decided to move on. Uh, to the team, and so Fraser comes in, Olsen comes in, we have Ben Smith win the next year, but he's like the last of the old guard, and this is going to be, because so many rookies qualified this year, I think this is the new, hey, we're starting to see the next turnover of the sport. Yep. To the Medeiros, the Hoppers, the uh, Laza, um, who else, the is Ricky going to pop? Nobody knows. Um, <laughs> I guess I just have to put that controversial statement in there. Um, and then, like, just a lot of <laughs> the other females, like all the, like, European females that came in or uh, the young teens that are coming through, like Alexis Gadzan, um, the Mal O'Briens who are now going to be here for a while, mm-hmm. uh, those types of folks. 
Yep. So mine is uh, I have to hang out with the tall guys. So Matt DeLugos, I really wanted him to get in, but like, unfortunately with those pull-up bars, you know, they can't, they can't fix, they couldn't fix them. And so he was like, literally, there was another person too. I, I forget who it was. I saw a video literally like, like he was doing chest to bar pull-ups and like literally was kicking the mat right in front of the pull-up bar every was single the guy time. At Atlas games? I think so. Some guy at Atlas games. Yeah. He was like, literally like you could see the mat just getting kicked up. Like every single time he was doing a pull-up and it was like, it was like heartbreaking. I'm like, I understand like you got to keep the, like the pull-up bars at a certain like height and everything like that, but like raise them up higher. You got those like stepping stools to kind of jump up and catch, you know, why can't you just or raise it up a little like the, uh, cause what was it? at like, was it the 20, I think it was the 2015 games where they did the, the muscle up thruster ladder, but they had two bars because it was like one was shorter and one was higher for the males. Like, when oh, they were yeah. doing it. like you remember the bar muscle up, it was like a heavy thruster. It was, some like triangle Dave had like some reasoning Dave has a reason for everything um because he's a nerd and but it worked great and it's like they had two bars it's like why can't we have two bars short one a high one instead of having to use a mat because here's my thing is is like athlete safety wise like and like you're smaller on the female side like not Caroline but like those am I the only person thinking that those like stepping mats are going to slide at some point and somebody's going to lose an ankle my one of my biggest fears of like uh, even like doing it for the ring muscle ups, like trying to get up on the rings and dropping down. I feel like I'm just gonna go straight banana peel, like slide off. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a meme. <laughs> I mean, I would much rather. I mean, with me, if like I've totally like rolled my ankles on them and stuff like that. But then, I mean, I don't know. I just signed up for it because I'd rather have a riser than a. Uh, have to, I remember last year at Mac, we didn't have risers until the ring muscle up event and literally jumping, getting fingertip grip to do 20 synchro chest to bar with my teammate was pet. Like I was terrified on that first one. Cause I literally had no grip on the pull bar and I was, I had to do a pull up and to, in order to like switch my grip. So I'd much rather just like slide and do like a Carrie Pierce thing or, you know, just belly flop when you like go to failure, then not have one or at least lower them or something or raise them up. I don't even care. But I do think that especially because they had the data beforehand that it's tr- like the heights are like trending a little bit higher now. It's it's fine to have a riser, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm an outlier. I use one. Of, I use the shortest bar on like the, for the pull-up bar. Cause I don't have to like jump up and actually like get a grip. I could literally just stand up and just hold the bar and get the grip then start going. And I, fin- I finagled like my legs just so, so I won't even hit the floor. So I, you essentially just do jumping pull-ups. Hiller, kip, kip, go, go visit Tom. That's no, I, 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 I literally have, I literally have a video. I literally have a video from like the last, uh, the last open workout with the chest of bars and like the thruster, like literally like I, my hands are like, at the bar, just standing up straight. And then like, I started doing the chest bar pull-ups and like, no issues, all good reps, except for the camera was behind me. So I don't know, I make it ding for that. So you just compress yourself into a zip file every time you do gymnastics? You're just yeah, like- yeah, well, no, no, so, so I actually like, I do like a wider grip because I learned uh, from a video, like, especially with chest bars, you you want your elbows to be like at a, at a 90 degree angle. And so my arms are so long that, I get a wide grip and then, you know, it's a, I'm able to do it that way. 
Yeah, and just so we're clear, Hiller won't come after you because CrossFit won't come after you to redo any scores, kind of like the freaking uh, no, I, workout. Yeah, and I didn't even I didn't even make I didn't finish the workout, so whatever. So <laughs> all good. But uh, I know we talked about Dave Castro, so he is back in CrossFit. So um, what are your? But he's not doing the games. So I actually listened to the Savant podcast and um, with the Dave Craster being interviewed, and he actually did say he wanted to kind of mold somebody into doing the game. So he had like another like five year plan to do it after twenty, do it for twenty years, and then just you know give it to somebody else. But obviously he got fired, and then five months he came back later, which is kind of weird. But uh, he's more on the affiliate side. Do you think? This is a good route for CrossFit not to have them do the gains to just uh, do do affiliate stuff. Like, short answer is like you they can't, there's no way he could they could like in all honest in a complete transparency if they had let them come back they would have just ate everything. Like the biggest issue is like nobody knows what's going on with CrossFit and now it's referred to as CrossFit Home Office. Oh, uh, they switched that back anymore. by the way. They did switch it back? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is like, this goes to the point of like, what is going on? Like, yeah, like, how, crisis. like, I, like I, I don't think all, like, Hannah, like, like, you don't, did you take a bit, like, it's literally business one-on-one, is like, how much shooting of the foot can you do? Like, they are professional levels of, like, up like i you just can't like write this this is like every bad business like review ever yep yeah i'm so i'm glad that they actually listened to the people and brought him back because in a sense like he wasn't only i mean when eric rosa came in and then only gave dave the games i also thought that was a bad move too because he was such an integral part of the trainings like the training and education part of crossfit too so I'm glad that they're bringing him back in this sense of helping out the affiliates and seeing him do his travels all over again. Um, I mean, I think this year he won't be a part of the games stuff. I mean, I could be totally wrong. I think in coming years, he'll have like sprinkles here and there, but I think this was probably the smartest move by CrossFit in a while. I, I honestly, I, I like the move that he's back on the affiliate side because I think there's going to be greater impact. And I did listen to the Savon podcast and how he actually discussed like, hey, like I'm here as a resource if you need me. And if they choose to use him, he'll definitely jump in. But if they don't, this would be a great year to see, hey, how hard is it to, to actually do the games and program it without Dave Castro? And then they see it and they're like, oh, this is why he wanted the five-year plan. Maybe it'll prove itself out and they'll actually let them come back into the fold in a more permanent fashion, more so as an advisor, uh, like on a, as a, on a consulting basis. But I'm, yeah, it's like, I'm super happy he's back. Let's like, I probably didn't say that up front. Like I'm happy he's back. It's just like, my thing is, is like, what is HQ like, cause that it like, it's just, what are we doing? Like at this point, like, it's just so we like it didn't really seem like there was like outside looking in it didn't really seem like there was a thought process it was like dave was posting about having uh sean sweeney do an open workout then he's fired a week later and then like five months later he's back in a completely different role like in a role that he was had a like an ancillary part of a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and it's just like there's so many mixed messages and then it's like 
hey, Rosa taking a step back, mental health, very important. I think that's great. Steps back, somebody else steps in. It's like we just keep having this revolving door in something like that. Really, like we, most people that are doing CrossFit, like as much as it goes back to the old jokes of like, oh, they're like fervent into religion. It's like, that's the, that's what I think the people that bought CrossFit didn't realize. They thought they could run it like a business nope. and like a lifetime fitness. And it's more of a lifestyle and they weren't, they're not used to that. They're just like, oh, we bought this thing. We invested. Now we're owners. Now we can do it how we want. Right. It's like, but we're also the loudest people in the room. Yep. Cause if we're not talking about CrossFit, we're talking about CrossFit. Yeah. It's like, like <laughs> what would you do today, dog? Like, well, speaking of CrossFit, so, um, I actually tweaked my back. Oh no. Doing deadlifts. I, I did that a month ago. Same. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> it's a, it's amazing. So, um, like I, I wasn't even doing heavy, like I was doing actually was like, a week ago when they were doing like the percentages, like you have to hit, get to like a 90% of your one rep max. So I did that. And then I went down to like 65, then I went to 70 and like the first pull, it just went just like, my back was just like, Oh, and I'm like, okay, I'm out. So for like the whole week, I've been first trying to question. nurse it. Yeah. Uh, did you just bring Hannah on this podcast so we could get her an hour in and then ask her for unsolicited free medical advice? No, 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 no. Actually, you know, I totally, <laughs> well, I, I totally forgot about that. I'm a chiropractic license <laughs> if, I, if I give medical advice while in school, unfortunately, we'll say. No, no, no. That, that's that, that's, had, that, that's had, off uh, the video. That's off the video. Very David, very Larry David esque way. So, yeah. what do you think about this? <laughs> Like, no. You should go see like a chiropractor or a PT about that. Yeah. Yeah. Area. Well, I mean, this is the third time this, this year I've, it's happened. So I'm like, one was on a rower. I, my, the first pull, I tweaked my back on a rower of all things. And then, and then the next one was like a snatch. I caught it and it felt like my, um, you know, you're, uh, I'm, I'm actually dating myself, like the old school GI Joe action figures, how like you could like split the split up the legs and the body and kind of like go like that. Yeah. That's what it felt like. I caught it down below and my, like my torso just like tweaked it. I was just like, Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun. So just trying to get back into it. No, I oh. feel so bad, but since this is the third time it's happened, I also recommend to go see a doctor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I've been in the medical field for 14 years, so I know what I'm doing. So. Oh, you guys are the worst. Yes. No, no, yeah. I, I, I know, I know what it, I really, I know, I know what it is. It's pretty much tight hamstrings and, and glute muscles and pretty much that's, that's what's causing everything. So, but anyway. So, so you know what it is, but it keeps happening. Cause I don't stretch. What are you willing to do to fix it? So. We have now root cause medically RCA, in all of our non-licensed. It's like have, I've not given any advice. Like, no, 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 I'm not. No I'm not. Ex I'm not expecting you to give me any advice. From me, like, <laughs> have you heard of Ramad? Go on. Like we yeah. all know somebody that should get a code. I know. I, I mean, Hannah, why don't you have a code? Uh, yo, if Ramad wants to contact me, I would absolutely love that because I live and die by them. Yeah, I uh, I have Tony, I haven't used them I haven't used them in so long. So. We'll make I, that I, a clip. I pay for my round one monthly. I do it. It helps me a lot, but I also blew my back out and I stretch. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I I signed up for for a while ago and I just stopped, never used it after a while. 
I was on somebody else's. I was using it every day. So you're that Netflix login, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yep. But that was that was very that was many, many moons ago. Cause I would I would go go to the hospital when I was working and stretch out like a like a half hour or 45 minutes before I actually go into work and then work for like 12 hours and then just do the same thing. And it felt like amazing. So I felt great, but like now it's just like I should just start doing it like more at nighttime and just in, in like right before I go to bed. But yeah, it's pretty funny. I got like a little pelvic tilt too. So, cause you know where I pull my, which side I pull my back on. So awesome. So we found the root cause. Yes. Yes. Gotta, gotta do the work now. Hannah yes. didn't. Hannah didn't. Hannah is pleading the fifth on this. Uh, she didn't find anything. Didn't give you any advice. <laughs> no, we just, we. As a licensed lawyer as well she's not giving any advice no no so how's everybody's training going yeah how's yours going well well, no hold on no she's last she's last all right she's last you guys talk xander Xander, it is off no xander it is off season of high rocks what do you do in your off season so uh hashtag sunday miles um but like me, like at this point, I'm back on that cons. I was a real degenerate for when I hurt my back. Like it was doing a Metcon of like with Austin pre Atlas games when I was in Maine um, for a couple days for Austin Carroll's wedding. And but it's really just like today, like Gabe was like, yeah, hey, like five round, five minute AMRAP, three times, two minute, two and a half minutes rest. It was 15 cal C, 30 wall balls, 15 cal row. And I was like, all right, high rocks back. Nice. Like, man, only one whole Karen and more later. <laughs> but it's yeah. not bad. It's just like a lot. Like, I'm still, we still text each other what we're doing, uh, but it's good. Like, how is, uh, but how are you? So, genuinely, like, how are you enjoying the new stuff? Um, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely a lot different. And I mean, I'll preface this in being like, I like absolutely love Misfit and like, I've gotten to where I am today because of them. Uh, but having like the new change there's right now we are in off season. So there is like a bigger season structure. Whereas I think Misfit we're prepared pretty much all year long. Like I can go into like any competition, not peaked and probably still feel like the fittest I've ever been um now it's like it's there's a lot of technique work um there's a lot of just like right now we're doing like a lot of base strength building both just like in lifts and then upper body pulling um I do get like I typically get longer emoms as my conditioning and every so often I'll get a metcon just burned down which those are fun because I like being out of breath and doing you know traditional crossfit so, uh, so it's been different, but it's a, it's a good kind of different. So where, where are you at now? So obviously we talked about this before we started recording, but where, so where are you on now? And what was the, you know, straw that you went to, to this, to this group? Okay. So, uh, I now am with training think tank. I work with Perrin bear over there. I've met her. Uh, in 2018 at Granite Games because my best friend was coached by her, but I've seen her. Slow burn to take her from us. (laughs) No, she's been playing the long game, Uh, but we've just kept in touch over the years and um, especially uh, the the past couple because 
um, the training think tank made the games last year. So, and she was very heavily involved with the team. So we just like, we kept in touch then. Uh, my teammate Caroline is also good friends with her. So even this year, she was just seeing how we were doing. Um, so it was like, we kept in touch. And then like over time, I mean, especially because I'm nearing the end of graduation, I really do want to move to where my coach is and be in a competitive environment with like-minded people. So not to say that, I mean, I absolutely love West Chase. And I do believe there are like the people I train with, they like are they want to be the best they want to be and all of that I just think I need like a little bit of a change of uh venue and just be around games athletes a little bit more often and see what that's like so um with that plus having an opportunity job wise just career wise to move up there too everything kind of just pointed towards training think tanks that's why I made the move um and i'll be moving there in october fingers crossed all right cool well i'm a medical recruiter in georgia so i can see if i can help you find a job too so see just like this is like these are the things i mean i think it helps that atlanta is a, a hub at least and there's actually a chiropractic school pretty nearby so that also helps whereas in portland it's a little bit harder um but i'm still maybe trying to get out to camp Okay. Okay. Now, uh, Vic, so how, how, how's that? How's training with with you going? I mean, training with me uh, off season, of course, because uh, well, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> but no. Um, um, Paige is my coach, and we're taking this like these next few months to really dial in a lot of well, my holes. Um, and for me, like, I, I make this joke all the time, but I'm like it's, it's called CrossFit, not strong fit. Like I'm strong as hell. That's great. But you put, you put the what's that? <laughs> you, I haven't, I haven't bust. I haven't, broke bar, I haven't broken a barbell like you. Um, <laughs> okay. Nobody's push pressing 315, but you are like, I've seen your numbers. Like I know what your raw like numbers are and like you are yeah. stronger than me. Like I'm, I'm like, yeah, but you know, Olympic techniques still need some cleaning up. Um, but you put in, you put machine work in along with some gymnastics with that. And a lot of that falls to the wayside. So, you know, Paige and I have really been working on, Hey, how do we get your technique clean? You know, how do we, how do we clean that up in the middle of fatigue? How do we also make sure that you don't play, you know, let's check my phone. I'm at like, you know, in between transitions, because a lot of what I do where I lose time is just. I'm like, okay, next thing. And I just stop and I reset and you'll see on video, like I'll take like 20, 30 seconds in between movements. And before you know it, all that ticks up and I'm like, I didn't need that break. Um, but training now has been great. I mean, we're heading into a, we're in, um, uh, comp block three. Uh, yeah. Comp block. Yeah. Three. We're comp block three. Yeah. Comp block three. Hannah and, doesn't know. Uh, no, it is like I know they're doing phase one tasting. No, I know I don't. you're joking, but it's like it's funny because like so people that don't know this is like Paige's coach is Gabe Garcia, who's my coach, and like I joke because I'm like ah, it's the Garcia family tree because it trickles down all the way into Victor. Because what Paige is like essentially like oh yeah, let's focus on your goals. I'm like I know exactly who she got that from. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. And um, we're, we're taking these next few months to really dial that in in the gym and step away from like competitions and just say, hey, like you got to earn the right, you know, um, earn the right to do the big heavy stuff earn the right to jump in in a competition. You know, there's a time and a place to test that out. But right now where my, mo the, where I can benefit the most is really building up my engine and just really working on technique. And we're, we're going back to basics, you know, like I'm doing like strict ring dips. I'm doing these like weird warmups that just seem like real beginner move, but the stuff translates uh, to the actual pieces. And that's the thing, like having that trust with my coach, where I'm like, hey, I look like an idiot doing this. This feels like it's below my skill level, but you're telling me to do it. So I'm going to do it with intent and I'm going to do it with focus. I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw caution to the wind and say, hey, let's actually, let's make the most of this, even though it looks like, you know, you're, you're doing like a foundations class for me. And lo and behold, a couple months passed by, she's done this a few times with me and I'll jump into a piece and I'm like, I, I did my, I did my gymnastics unbroken and I wasn't breathing heavy. And I went right to the bar and I picked it up. Who am I? <laughs> you know? And it's just that it's weird. Miyagi. Like, yeah. Miyagi. Yeah, exactly. Like wax on, wax off. Like, huh? <laughs> awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So with me, I'm actually, I think I'm really contemplating on doing a weightlifting competition, July 17th. So I, I, I thought you were already committed to this. No, 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 not not yet. Well, I mean, I threw my back out, so it doesn't really help out. So that's okay. Yeah, but uh, I was supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's fine. No, like, I got medical. Hey, I, I threw out my back two days or three days before the deadlift burpee workout in the open. Anything is possible. That True. was my best workout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it doesn't take about like, it doesn't take you a whole minute just to get the bar right to your shoulders and then put it overhead. That's another minute. It's like two minutes, but, uh, I'm trying, so I'm going to be in the master's division. Cause obviously like I'm an old, old man, 42. So, uh, my goal, my goal in the weights are to hit 240 for a snatch and then, well, I'm not going to do, I gotta do KGs or whatever. Um, I, I still need to work no, no, on that. No, 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 This is America. We speak in pounds here. So yeah, I know, I know, but not, not over there. So, um, but, and then I'm trying to do 320 for a clean and jerk. Awesome. So, yeah. And so we'll, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, it just says I can, I, I had guys that are telling me I can probably go international and like win events if I keep those numbers. So, and I'm like, that's awesome. Okay. You'll I bought I see my buddy, Caleb, uh, Johnson, if you end up doing that. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I I I'm like my wife's like, it doesn't make money, <laughs> and I'm like, right. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. But I'm I th I'm thinking about doing a YouTube uh, YouTube videos on it too, because I have a YouTube channel too as well. So we'll see what happens. Go Craig Ritchie on us. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, well, I well, I'm well, competing a week after you. I'm competing a week after you. I signed up for a CrossFit competition. I'm coming back. Ooh, where at? Uh, it is Fight Like Hell Games um, for raising suicide awareness and prevention for charity. Um, so it's one of Hannah's, like, she's friends with them, the Tomorrow Project. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, we're getting close to the end. So I kind of want to thank you guys for 
all, all three of you guys coming on because I've never done this before because it's always been like at least like like one person and me and that's it and it's like I I, I think we kind of I think we gelled pretty pretty well together so yeah I mean I would hope so yeah, yeah I, I mean yeah I mean I hope so like because we we talk we talk to each other all the time touch and go gang but you know R.I.P. yes yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yes. every now and again always for now Yes. Um, but we definitely, I would definitely like to do this more often and we definitely need to get a name going for, for the group. So, but we won't have to go over it now, but, um, touch and go gang. I don't you understand wanna, why yeah, we're, no, we, we want to do that. We don't need to recreate the wheel. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. We'll do, we'll do that. All right. Touch and go gang news or whatever. So, okay. So, um, thank you guys for coming on the show. I really do appreciate it. Especially, um, Hannah for coming on, just talking about your experience and kind of like, you know, what your thoughts are for you know semifinals and xander obviously you know you're well in depth into everything everybody every crossfit athlete and everything and at least and vic you know getting to learn a little bit about you and obviously you know we'll learn a lot more about you in the next couple months and like and so on so um thank you guys for coming on and we'll definitely do this again awesome 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 thank, thank you thank you for having us